0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just
1: go to their website at current.tech.
2: You're listening to Fox Given, the one with Marshall Arkley.
0: Welcome to Fuck's Given. I'm Reed
2: and I'm Florence and we are on a mission to revolutionize the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. welcome thank you so much for coming in
1: thank you very much <laughs> for having me at such on <laughs> such a mental day as well
0: It's, it's like one of those Tuesdays where everything's popping off, you're coming in here, I'm coming in late guys, i fucked up. I'm That's fucked and up, it's really. so what? hot and sweaty. But it's so hot, it's like heatwave in London at the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, honestly today I was like walking on the tube, just like saturated, just drenched, oh, soggier <laughs> than Mermaid's tampon, it was just horrendous. Just, like, <laughs> like, it's okay, I'm feeling slightly more restored and settled and sort of far more zen right
2: now <laughs> way uh, more zen i mean we're about to turn that all upside down and Fantastic. get you hot and
1: sweaty again
2: Hmm, baby please tell our wonderful
0: listeners a little bit about yourself
1: okay so my name is marshall arkley i am a international cabaret slash fire performer and adult entertainer um so the length and breadth of the stuff that i do consists of everything from uh like conventional fire shows fire illusion the kind of circusy stuff that you used to seeing mm. um all the way, I've started dabbling into like aerial and acrobalance and stuff. In oh, fact, wow! We're doing, um, do you know Wasteland? The big fetish event over in Amsterdam. No, like
2: no, event, absolutely. <gasps> Need
1: to go? there's
2: a shop oh, in yeah. LA called Wasteland. Oh. I was
1: like, oh, The shop? Oh, no, the thrift <laughs> shop. I would love to see how we're gonna like a <laughs> human being above my head in the shop. It could be a bit hard for the customers <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, we got uh, I got my first acrobalance gig for booked for Wasteland. Um, so I do all that kind of stuff, but then mm. I do the slightly more silly stuff, because about seven years ago, I started working for a company called the Adonis Cabaret, and that Ooh. kind of built my foundations of my, our take on burlesque. Yeah. It's, it's Basically, it's trying to take male striptease and give it an appeal that's uh-huh. more... Maybe not commercial, but more comedic. You know, there's right. only so much you can have of an oiled-up naked man running, you, <laughs> trying to like knock a tooth out. It's just. What awesome. are you talking
0: about? That sounds great. And
1: it does, unless you've got, <laughs> if you don't have gum shields, and you're stuck. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> but um, like for me, what I wanted to do is I wanted to find a way to create this show on stage where you've got this hyper-masculine guy, ultra, ultra ultra-mask, but then I'll do things like, for instance, I do Shadow Puppets with my dick to the sound (laughs) of... I love that. What's that coming over the hill? Is it a monster? Is it a monster? (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, So that kind of thing. Um, So I do more like silly cabaret as well. Like I say... um, I. Mentioned this movie on the sound check. That yeah. poor woman. Um, <laughs> the, one of the latest things has been uh, a Miley Cyrus ripoff where like the bowling pins get set on stage during the verse, and then as Wrecking Ball starts to come out, and I've got a chain tied to my knackers Ooh. with a big glitter ball and a Barbie doll that's had its hair shaved by myself because, I mean, DIY guy. of course, yeah,
0: um, yes. <laughs> <DIY. laughs>
1: but yeah, so like just swinging away. Knock, it's it's glorious to behold, um, wow, but essentially, that's kind of like the kind of show stuff that I do and Mm -hmm. then on top of that I do the more like adulty stuff I've got my OnlyFans page which is like a Mm -hmm. private subscription thing which to me is more like an extension of the work because I'm sure we've all got like performers and stuff that we've really wanted to go see in a different country but you don't necessarily get a chance to facilitate that for me that page means I can take all my strip shows all the madcap shows even the weird ones where I'm like fire breathing off my dick
2: (laughs) You do everything, don't you? Give uh, us a little bit more of a it, taste of what you
1: do. <laughs> the, the phrase "You do everything with your dick." Give us a taste. <laughs> well played, For Lauren. Well played. Well um, yeah, basically, like it, it's just it, what I call dick trickery. So it's yeah, anything perfect. that's like phallic-based that involves some form of manipulation, that, like to create some form of entertainment, whether yeah. it's shocking or using like an electric cordless drill down the urethra. Oh, oh there we yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Does that <laughs>
2: what? Happens when you do that. Um, I'm just imagining like twins. blood and
1: no, no, no. Gore. I, I mean, I oh know it's like a, you remember that film, that program, The Illusionist, where it's like the magician code revealed and yeah, it shows you the tricks. Yeah, almost don't want to tell you. Okay. But I almost Ooh. do. Oh, it really is. Well, semi, um, but no, like basically, like, essentially, for the trick, it's it's safe. I'll give you that. It's it's definitely safe. It's surgical steel, it's not technically a real rod that you'd put do you know what I mean? like an actual yeah. drill? Yeah. But it looks like it. It's actually a sounding um, rod that's kind of specifically put in so that way when it spins, there's no traction on the spin. Generally. It's
0: ergonomically uh, safe as well. If yeah. it's a sounding rod yeah, yeah, and a yeah, sounding yeah. rod yeah. is something so, that is made to go down your urethra or urea if you're a female. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. yeah so don't try that at home. Yes.
1: Definitely <laughs> <laughs> <Or laughs> not not. try that at home. Shadow puppet for <laughs> your dick, that's fine. A shower yeah. curtain and a flashlight or even a <laughs> iPhone 7's absolutely fine. Uh, <laughs> but just try not to set your knackers alight because I generally don't condone it. No. Marshall says no. <laughs>
2: so you <laughs> have to set Marshall. your penis on fire before? Mm.
1: And I've had a friend of mine set my deck on fire as well. Way ahead. I know. All part of, like, performance because, you know, it's what we do. Um, <laughs> nothing like a sautéed sausage on stage. It's <laughs> for
0: the art. It's for the art, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> but, um, no, it's part of, like, an act. Have you heard of The Box before? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Yeah. So one of our shows at The Box is Adam and Eve, and basically the whole concept is, like, um, Adam being sort of seduced and biting the apple, and then being sacrificed. And during the sacrifice bit, I work with a woman called Katrina, mm-hmm. um, who's like my on-stage wifey at phenomenal performance. Oh,
2: does she have loads of snakes?
1: Yes, red yeah. hair, and she's got yeah. nipples for her,
2: yeah. nipples. Yeah, and
1: for yes. she's my little stage wifey. Um, Amazing, she's like literally the only person I trust to set my deck on fire, which is a bold <laughs> Um I just like the first time we did it, we were just. You know, we're fire performers, so we understand the nature of the fuels that we use, and we understand that a vapor based fuel is like a liquid. And when you wipe it on anything, it's the vapor that comes off of it that burns. So, actually, Uh if you wipe it on your arm and you set fire to it, the fire will run up your arm, but it won't burn your skin straight away because it's burning the vapour on top. Right. Mm. Yeah. You've got, like, a little bit yeah. of a delay, you know? So with that, we kind of just blagged it one night and she just went, I'm going to set your dick on fire. No, <gasps> no, no, not. Yeah. not. no. We got on stage and then she kind of just looked at it. So I was like, well, fuck it, in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> Held it at the base and she just wiped fuel all the way up my dick, tapped it, and then it just went, Roof! lit oh. the other stick on the fire and the grin on her face. <laughs> Like I've never seen somebody look so <laughs> just like, satisfied with life, to be completely honest. So thrilled. I feel like there's a little part of it, that was just like every bitter part of it, was just like, fucking men. <laughs> yeah. Full venting, I completely understand it. But yeah, so like we do all these madcap shows. It's, yeah, uh, it's hard to explain what I do, but generally speaking, if it's anything to do with fire penis or penis. Both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically involved in it, yeah.
2: Hey, that's that amazing. Is. We're speechless here. We're just yeah. like, whoa, I'm, what a fantastic job.
1: That's a good start. <laughs> that's <also laughs> it's a good start. start. It's such a good start to this
2: podcast. I mean you're you're playing with
0: fire and your penis. Have you ever had any injuries or most of the time you're okay?
1: Uh I didn't have any injuries dick based, but I, I did have one dick based <laughs> <That's laughs> <Dick-based okay>. injuries. <laughs> Um, but there was one moment where I did a show on stage and I, I stupidly decided to use a new rod thinking it'd be more impressive because my theory was the rods that I used were quite thick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I'm just a, uh, I don't know how to explain it.
0: Sorry. What is a rod? We're not talking about penises. Oh, we're talking, talking about, about a
1: sounding rods. Sorry. So these uh-huh. are like the surgical implements that you, they're like smooth as anything uh-huh. designed to go into urethra. I just was like, you know, I've got an 8 mil. I mean, what's 10 mil between friends? Oh my so goodness. I bought this rod and I put the fire on top of it. I, I tied up the wick and sewed it on and everything. And I looked at it and I just thought, I can, yeah, I can do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm such a, like, for, for a straight guy, I'm such a greedy bottom.
0: <laughs>
1: I can always take more, goddammit. Give it to um, me. That, that That is the voice in the back of my head. <laughs> like, <legit. laughs> I Had to check for a second. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Was generally like I went on stage and I lit the damn rod and I was feeling so confident and I lubed up and it was all good. And then I started pushing it in and I was like, motherfucker is not going in. Fuck but- I was like, I've never experienced this before. Usually it just kind of just goes, Yeah, sucks it in. Legit. This time, motherfucker wasn't going in, so I had to like Gently shit. pour shit and push oh. shit. And what was really weird was that it got in so far, and I was like, okay, Marshall, breathe it out. You're fine, you're fine. Mm. Take your hand off and let it rest for a second. And I swear to God, my dick went, no. And just oh, spat the spat damn thing out. out. And literally pushed the fucking rod out and had to catch it before it landed on the damn floor. So... That could have gone like potentially. Yeah, hair Yeah, one
2: hundred percent could have gone wrong.
1: But luckily, you gotta be careful. I, I, you know, I tried to be. I tried. To... <laughs> no, he doesn't. Look it's... at him. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I try so hard, and then I just I get greedy on stage. I know, <laughs> such a greedy bottom, such a greedy bottom. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so nice to hear yourself proclaiming that, though. It's very rare for a man to say, "I'm a greedy fucking bottom," and oh, I own it.
1: 100% percent. I've like I've had this bantery type of attitude with friends and anybody who knows me that when they say like, "Oh," especially on my social media, like, "How do you identify? Like, what is your sexuality?" Mm-hmm. And I, I can't really. Let's face it. Nobody has a set. Pigeonhole that they're a hundred percent stuck into. They're like everybody's a shading shady scale of grey somewhere. Yeah. So my my sort of catchphrase is I identify as a gay man that's allergic to dick.
0: <laughs> so like
1: I love the music, the culture, everything, everything I really do. And anal fuck, uh, but like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? What's a bit of fisting between friends? Um, like, but like yeah but it has to be sort of females do you know what I mean so I, I identify with so much to it and let's yeah. be honest the gay culture sexually is so much more open yeah so much mm-hmm. more open you like, want to be in there 100% like mm. literally in there thank you like, like <laughs> up to the elbow in fun that's what I want
0: exactly <laughs> because it's just it's all about pleasure there's no judgement it's just like fuck it if it if the shoe yeah. fits uh,
1: yeah. yeah, if it fits whether it's a shoe or anything or a sounding fits, rod fits, thank you oh, I'm amongst good people I know <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, like, I yeah, I, I find that sort of um, it's odd, I guess, for people who, especially in my industry, not so much like the cabaret scene, but more like the male striptease, there is this mm. hyper masculine, almost you know, that fragile masculine sort of like ego that toxic kind of, masculinity, oh, in it, oh. yeah, in it, in it. So, like, yeah, it's a it's a, fuck it, it's a they're not nice words to me either, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I see so much of it, but. I also very much appreciate the fact that I've got an opportunity to work with people in an industry where you do see a lot of that. Mm. But a lot of that is purely just through circumstantial and environmental upbringing or yeah, just surroundings, course. you know. Yeah. like There's that Harvard study where they say that everybody you spend time with, at the top five people you spend the most time with, you will adopt characteristics, traits, goals, mm-hmm. this sort of thing. So yeah. if you spend your time sort of like around people who are a slightly more narrow-minded kind of... Type of person, yeah. then you will have that mindset. So mm-hmm. when I see these guys who are like, you know, laddie, lad, lad, geezer, 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 <laughs> and then they come in and they're, they're full of the butch bravado, and then a month later they're like, "Roy hey Marshall, I might have had a finger up my ass. It was lovely. She milked me like a cow. Hey! I love it. I love it because it's 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 guys who otherwise wouldn't have felt comfortable talking about that sort of thing, like opening up to things that for British culture we talk about things like that like it's so taboo yeah. like sex is such a shameful thing or it's such a naughty thing you oh yeah name? we do it's mad you must
2: make
0: such a safe space for men as well because you're looking at you now we're on a podcast people can't see you you need to check out his Instagram check him out you are you are a big beefy butch masculine looking dude and if you make other men feel comfortable to talk about things that they wouldn't normally feel comfortable about yeah. fucking hell round of applause <laughs> like, you're doing something that not I many people are doing that. out Thank there you
1: fuck number 1 the last fuck oh shit <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, right in there oh, uh i'm trying to remember oh, <laughs> no 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 i'll tell you what it is cuz like if it's a, if you're talking about sexual experience solo then i could tell you what my last sexual solo experience was if you were telling if i was to say what my last dual experience was uh ha oh, it's so hilarious, but I feel like it might be too much for radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, all right, so solo-wise, my last experience was last night quite easily because uh, just for my OnlyFans page, I just was in a... This is what I love about my page. If I feel like I'm in a bit of a filthy mood, I can yeah. share that with people. because yeah. I am mean, not being funny, I don't like doing stuff that I find is uncomfortable. My whole ethos is that all the naughty stuff, all the fun stuff. It's all work that I enjoy. Like mm-hmm. I never wake up and go, oh, fuck, I've got to do this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I would literally wake up going, yeah, motherfucker, I get a fund on my bills and I make money. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. Hell yeah,
0: yeah. yeah high yeah.
1: five to that yeah. motherfucker, yeah. woo! If I wasn't earning my rent through it, I'd be paying for Kleenex to wipe it off anyway. So.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> so last night was uh, an OnlyFans thing. Uh, technically, my last uh, two-way experience was with my partner who... Um, may or may not have pegged me in a really inappropriate place and I can't... Oh, I can't, inappropriate. Yeah, in a really inappropriate place. I can't say because you no. will fucking kill me. <gasps> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Public oh. place? Um, no, I do like public places. Oh yeah, Do you? I'm a massive exhibitionist. I remember once oh. she gave me a handjob on a train and literally I had my tiny little shorts pulled down just <laughs> below... And I had his long vest on, so my ass was hanging out, but my vest was just covering it. So from standing point, as a big lump, mm. all you could see was like vest, little bit of shorts, but behind, like beneath the buttocks, nothing to give the game away. Mm-hmm. She, petite little redhead in front of me, giving me a hand job, right, right in the doorway, like. Oh my, oh my oh. god! And then the problem was me being a filth bag was like, yes, yeah, this is brilliant, this is amazing, this is fantastic, I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna come, oh my god, I'm gonna come. Boom, boom. Next stop, Manchester oh. Piccadilly. So at which point, the shorts were too tight for me to pull up, so they got oh. wedged beneath my arse. <gasps> Dick still in hand. She froze. People started entering the corridor behind oh us. Oh, my God. And unfortunately, Manchester Piccadilly came before I did. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I I had to like literally tuck the damn thing underneath my vest and sort of like waddle to the side. So yeah, and um I can't even mention, we we recently got kicked out of a club for shagging downstairs. Oh my really? God, did you? You must yeah. have been
0: shagging pretty blatantly to get kicked out. Oh,
1: I didn't think it was cameras, but they, they had cameras. They had cameras. Oh, and the management no. could see the cameras on their phones. Oh no. And it was audio, oh. visual, proper 4K. <laughs> they had five angles. It was terrible. They, they are wow, selling they that. recorded that. Oh, I know. And That's the worst thing is I couldn't way get up. a copy of the footage <laughs>
2: bullshit
1: well, they're making well, maybe money if you, you give us a copy I genuinely I was just like I know this is inappropriate give and your I know it's not a bad thing but I was like but you know I mean if I can't work here and I've been kicked out I completely understand that from the bottom of my heart However, uh, like, <laughs> just one copy of one camera would be really yeah. nice. I just thinking CCTV footage. Yeah, my friends not? would go fucking nuts for that. Oh, yeah. my God, oh yeah. My God, they really
0: Especially really genuine cool. CCTV footage. Yeah,
1: it was hot as well. You can't fake that shit, man. It, it was really hot up until the manager walked in. <laughs> it was really hot. And there was just that moment where you finish and you both climax at the same time. You're like, yeah, this is amazing. And then you just that subtle realisation when you're like post-coital going, oh, babe, no, no, no. I think I see a camera behind us. Oh, oh Wait, hold on, shit. hold on, hold on. No, I see... Oh, two, uh, three, oh. 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 they got them in every corner. Have And they got one above the bed. All corners. Out above, above the bed. bed? Literally. There's a like, bed? Yeah, it's a... Oh. Is that not an invitation? Oh, I feel like I've given the game away. What oh, fuck? no, no. No, it's fine. It's not here, it's cool. But, um, yeah, let's <laughs> just say it's a fucking good club, but uh, you're just not allowed to shag there. Fuck, okay. is this yeah. Is this
2: where the pegging happened?
1: No, that happened at so many other places. But (laughs) but the last place was inappropriate. I'm not helping much, am I, really? I'm I'm teasing you with information. (laughs) Yeah, you are. I'm so sorry. Tell us about
2: (laughs) being pegged, because I feel like a lot of guys aren't open to that. And, like, why Mm. do you love it?
1: Okay. Um, Well, I mean, those magic two words. Greedy bottom. Um, (laughs) But, like, if I'm honest, I think part of it is because I tried a lot of anal play and stuff, like, sort of in my younger years. I never Mm -hmm. really got to grips with never really understood it. And I think, unfortunately, when you're a guy, there isn't really... <laughs> like, unless you've got gay friends, genuinely, talking to guys about anal is so fucking awkward nowadays. Yeah, oh, my God, yeah. mm-hmm. So like, like, oh, no, don't go near there. Yeah, exactly. And it's bollocks because the thing is, everybody who I talk to has that attitude up until the point where they try it. It's yeah. like trying to get your kids to eat vegetables, isn't it? Come on, <laughs> have, a, have a little bit of anal. No, I don't want it. Have a little bit of anal. I won't try it. Just a little finger. All right, I'll have a bit of anal. Oh, yeah, it's not too bad, is it? Yeah, yeah it's all right. Oh, well, exactly, Jeremy, I mean, <laughs> thank good. you. So, like, feels good. <laughs> <laughs> like, so for me, the whole pegging thing, it's a weird one because I'm very much a dominant slash top kind of person. Yeah. But, like, my I know my partner seriously gets off on the whole pegging aspect. Mm-hmm. Her, she's very much like me. She gets off on the whole concept of giving pleasure and receiving pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the fact that I can have... Like a full on whole body orgasm where like everything's fucking shaking. Whoa. I literally, like, like Michael Jackson on a power plate, just like. <laughs> just, just,
2: just, what? like. So, what do, what's the difference between an orgasm where you ejaculate and an anal orgasm?
1: um I would say that every time I've had a sort of proper full body orgasm, it's usually involved either fisting or like some kind of pegging of some kind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because a, a normal sort of orgasm is great. But when you've got that pressure inside on your G on like your G spot, it's just mm-hmm. it's otherworld. Yeah. It really is, and I think that's honestly like it's a weird concept to think that there's so much in terms of exploration of sensation, in terms of exploration of play. There's so much mm. you could do with it. And, like, you don't have to be an anal fiend to dabble a little bit, do you know what I mean? But Yeah, yeah so many guys are so locked off towards it, and it's a mm-hmm. it's a strange one. I would love to be able to promote it a little bit more. But, yeah, advertise you know, you know anal. I mean? Yeah, do you <laughs> know what I mean? Just <laughs> hand out some casual douches in the street. Just go, go on, guys, go nuts. Just, <laughs> just come on. <laughs> like... Be clean, be safe, but slip a finger in, guys. Come
2: yes, on. I love that you're talking about it. It's mm-hmm. so good. Fuck 2. The first fuck.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that was... Oh, man, that was fucking awkward. So, the first time I lost my virginity, I literally, what we were just talking about, this whole yeah. concept of, like, awkward sex. So... Didn't have like a father figure to really learn this sort of stuff from. Didn't have a brother to learn this sort of stuff from. Moved around too much to have close friends to really have that connection, to be like, guys, what the f do I do? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I'd had very little um, sexual experiences before I lost my virginity. I had one hand job which will haunt me for the rest of my life.
0: Oh no. Oh, Why?
1: Just oh do you know what? I felt so awkward and I felt so uncomfortable. Mm. And it was a proper peer pressure moment where I was oh, like, no. I don't necessarily like the situation. I wasn't feeling the girl, but my mates were like, Come on, you've got to do it because you've got an opportunity to. You have uh, to have a hand job. I know. No, it is, it is like, but at that age, like I was fifteen years old and mm. most of my mates had already lost their virginity and stuff. I was like the yeah. nerdy little fat kid that was just like, well, okay guys, I'll try it. Aww. So, like, <laughs> and the worst thing as well, I like, well, later I realized afterwards, I was like, do you know the worst thing you could do as a guy when you're getting a hand job and you feel uncomfortable? If, for instance, you're sat in somebody's bathroom getting a hand job, yeah. don't fold yourself up out of nerves because what you're actually doing is you're withdrawing your penis oh. slowly but surely and making it smaller and smaller and smaller <laughs> until eventually she can't grab your dick. And then you just go,
2: you. Oh, yeah,
1: no, I don't think I'm feeling this. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: But at least, so you communicated that.
1: I mean, I communicated it at the point where I'd sort of like slowly folded myself up into the yeah. field position, and then was like, Aww. "I just don't think this is working for me," and then like ran because uh, it was so very uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah, and like the losing my virginity was with my first girlfriend, uh, with my first long term girlfriend. Yeah. And luckily, she was lovely, um, but I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'd never Mm -hmm. literally had no experience with a vagina other than what I'd seen on like you porn.
2: So, did you watch a lot of porn before your first time?
1: I'm not gonna lie, I watched a lot of porn. And and I'm not saying that my preferences were kind of, like, programmed into me, but I do remember I watched a lot of, like, monster dick verses. Oh, really? Like, huge cops? Yeah, Mm. but do you know what? Weirdly, it created this inferiority complex, because I was convinced (gasps) when I was young, I was like... I've got such a tiny dick. These guys have got like massive dongs. Of I had course, no yeah. idea that actually I was alright to be honest. I was packing quite nicely, but I had yeah. no clue because didn't have that male counterpart, that figure, like parental brother, yeah.
0: Or, or even sex education didn't tell you the
1: average size of oh, what was normal. No, you just my, got it from porn. Yeah, my sex education was fucking awful. <laughs> <That> <laughs> was absolutely <laughs> terrible. Um, but yeah, so basically the whole sexual experience was on the floor of my mate's flat. And all I remember is at the moment of penetration, I felt like it was an awakening moment because, like, Ooh. oh, it goes there. Oh. <laughs> There's a hole there. Wonderful, it's like meaty Tetris. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, because like- you always think you
0: aim for the clitoris because that's where everyone's going for, and then you're like, oh, it goes into the hole, but then it goes up at that angle. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, no one told Mind me that.
1: Fucking blown. At it that doesn't point. just
0: go straight in like a key yeah. in a hole?
1: <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> yeah, unfortunately, what I decided to do was, like, in my head, in a moment of panic, I was like, what sexual position comes to mind? And out of all the porn that I watch, I have every potential fucking filthy scene I'd seen. The film that came to mind was American Pie. <laughs> oh, my so God. Please, God, don't ask me why. <laughs> uh, I just remember the scene of, like, Jason Biggs, and it was, like, a comical angle because he had the legs akimbo like either side of his head yeah. she was folded up like a pretzel and he was sort of like jabbing away for some, re- <laughs> for some reason that uh. whole like slightly awkward scene sprung to mind I was like well no. yeah, obviously that's how I want to lose my virginity. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, that was it. Ah, oh, fuck, yeah. Thankfully things have progressed since
2: then. Oh, um, quite, quite a bit, actually, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fingers crossed. <laughs> but yeah, that was my first experience anyway. Was
2: it was it
0: pleasurable? Was it quick? Was it
1: it was relatively quick. I don't remember too much. I mm-hmm. remember that I did get a huge ego boost after that, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, the reason being was because she'd been with the, somebody, a partner beforehand, yes. who was like this huge, intimidating, sort of like gypsy lad who was a bit of a tough nut back at school. Mm. And I was this little fat, geeky kid. And I was like, oh, motherfucker, who's going to beat the crap out of me. When yeah. <laughs> I was like, 100%. He's going to going to give me a good, swift kick in. I just know it's going to happen. Oh, I and imagine then afterwards, that. she looked down, <laughs> looked down and was like, oh, no, I'm bleeding. I was like, oh, fuck, you okay?" She went, yeah, 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 I just haven't bled before. I I thought you'd had sex with him, and she'd had sex with him twice, but apparently his dick was just really, really small. So it didn't actually break the hymen. So even though she technically lost her virginity twice... You didn't actually physically. Yeah. There was a little part of me, just a tiny little part. I know it's petty. I know it's (laughs) petulant. (laughs) The the
0: masculinity...
1: Dad. Yeah, slight <laughs> like, like ego boost, just fanning like, the flames. I think my okay. dick broke you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I know, I know it's bad, but like... Ugh, that was yeah, but
0: wh- we get the same thing. If, yeah. we, if we fuck a guy who's like, that was the best sex I've ever had. Oh my God, it's an ego boost. 100%. It's, yeah,
2: definitely. Or like when and they
0: bust like, up real quick.
2: Yeah, and one for that little geeky kid that used to be... Yeah. It's a point for him, oh, which absolutely. is great. <sighs> I
0: mean, you've learned better, you know better now, but... When when you're when you're that age, you don't know any of that shit. You're just yeah.
1: like, I've got a big dick. Yay. <laughs> that was literally it to be fair. But although saying that, you know, like what, sixteen, seventeen years later, not much has changed, to be completely honest in that respect. Like, <laughs> well, your dick case, doesn't like, oh, grow, does right, it? He's doing all right. yeah, to be fair.
0: You grow into your dick. <laughs> <laughs> fuck three. The best fuck.
1: doodah uh i feel like honestly it's really hard to say i like one of my favorite sexual moments in terms of like best sex was probably a, a, one of my first fetch parties i ever went to it was called decadence oh yeah and i remember going back with a friend of mine um who was like my fetish yoda like jeremy he just taught me all the filthy shit from oh, scratch oh
0: that's so, amazing It was great
1: every time we went back to a harris party just something new would pop up like this <laughs> What is it this week? This time it's an electricist in butt plug. Hurrah! <gasps> like this, wow. uh, it was awesome. Um, so you need that. You really do. In
0: like a non-judge-worthy, like doesn't matter about gender, sexuality way. Just like this is the things that we can do with yeah, our body.
1: Exactly. And to be honest, like this is the nice thing about working so heavily in the fetish scene is that like I've met so many open-minded people, like, mm-hmm. like university yeah. professors vape shop owners, porn stars, all the way to like, fucking taxi drivers and accountants. Yeah, like, yeah. But, lawyers. But, like, yeah, exactly. go But I'm like watching these guys dance around in fucking fritty tutus doing all sorts of filthy shit. I'm just yeah. thinking like this is like, there's a freedom of inhibitions, a freedom mm-hmm. of like, of worry and doubt. Because I feel like self-doubt is a thing that makes people restrained in terms of like the, do uh, Like how they come mm-hmm. across. So in those sorts of environments where you feel safe to kind of just... Express yourself however it wants. Yeah. Not, not just in a sexual context, but just in also in, like, a silly context. Like, the amount of mates I know who, in their line of work, would probably get a few stern looks if they saw, like, the shit they were wearing and the shit yeah. they were doing and stuff. Cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, okay. So, Best Fuck would definitely be one of my first ones at Decadence because that was a four-person orgy and I'd never had an orgy before. And it was just me and three girls and an electroist in butt plug and I had a <clears throat> fucking whale of a time. Um... <laughs> I feel like that was good. Although I, was, I didn't realize I was quite so heavily monitored from outside by my mate, who was just like oh. keeping an eye, just being like. Making sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah, to That's be honest.
0: nice. That's like guardian angel. Yeah, yeah like yeah. a
1: really filthy guardian angel. Yeah, really <laughs> filthy. <laughs> <Very> filthy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, if I'm honest, that or, 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 or actually, one of my favorite moments in terms of sexually, I would say, has been. Uh, one of the first times I met up with my partner actually mm. for now at the moment because when we met up, it was just outrageous. You know, when you have yeah. like a oh, bit yeah. of, you have one of those connections where you're like, okay, for whatever yeah. reason, we're just going to meet up. We're going to come around. We might fool around a little bit. Sweet. We'll watch TV and stuff. I got around quite late and within 10 minutes she was practically sitting on my face and then <laughs> like, we were going for about nearly six hours and we didn't realise Wow on her fucking sofa the poor thing was drenched like it was The it, poor thing- <laughs> like honestly, it was just saturated in bodily flow. Drowning. And like, oh, it was fucking marvellous. Um. Um, but yeah, I think that was probably one of my. Fra- yeah, yeah. Actually, definitely.
2: Yeah. Oh. And that was
1: your or Was that just like too? thinking
2: about it now? I am really massively growing a grin. So,
1: I can't wipe oh. the shit-eating grin off my face. <laughs> right,
0: and was that was that just oral, or was that did that lead into sex? That, or was that, that all kinds of everything? Lead,
1: that lead into everything. Yeah, <laughs>
0: everything. <sighs>
1: like, although we didn't, we waited a while before we did any kind of anal play. Funnily enough, mm-hmm. um, but that's you know. Pretty, always safety first and when I say yeah. safety you just got to make sure you do 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 douche do the right thing you know so oh okay
2: do you um like is that what people have to do before they do anal douche
1: yes. I feel like it's a risky business and, like, and if <laughs> <No>. you <laughs> don't if you don't Jeremy like, this, this is another thing as well and it's a very flippant matter but we'll just if for any man who's potentially listening out there if you have anal intercourse with a woman and you put anything in her ass if you complain about what comes out Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, yes, you know yes. what I mean? Like, Yuck. honestly, like because I will say this. I did a pegging video with the missus and... Case in point, shit happens. And yeah. like, she was unflinching about it. And that is the kind of attitude because realistically, it is That's a bit That's what fun. you
0: need. And it's the yeah. same with women doing it to men as well. If oh, you're going to play around with an arse, no matter who it belongs to, you have to expect shit. Like <laughs> You just have to.
1: Yeah, you have to. Yeah. But this is why you minimise it by... So yeah, guys, if you're listening, safe practice, little douche, does, does no harm whatsoever. So how do you douche? Oh, I love this! All right, so like, sorry, going in deep, what, hilarious. <laughs> no. Going in deep with douching. Sorry, the fucking the wording was perfect. Um, <laughs> so personally, I use a shower head. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, I've got one called Sports Fucker, which is like what I know. It's brilliant. Sports Wait, I know.
2: Wait, was that for douching? Yeah. Was it made for douching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, perfect.
0: Okay, like, so it, it's a douching get, shower head.
2: It's literally like... Oh, oh, I'll just get out at home base. <laughs> no,
1: that's what I was thinking. No, but it would be fucking marvellous if you could. Um, <laughs> but like, well, they already sell chains and shit there, so it's quite a yeah. nice little place to go to. Quite apt. <laughs> like, no, It's like basically like a rubber screw, so you take the shower head off, you screw the rubber bit on, and it's just got a thin tube that comes up. It's only about like six inches long with a little like hole mm. at the top. Simple, easy like tool to use um, I've seen people who douche with like fucking coke bottles though whoa like, yeah because wow. I've, I've got some I, do you know what I would love to say that I know the logistics of it but basically <laughs> like fill it up put it in squeeze it
2: oh. get the
1: water inside you clamp it shut so you keep your sphincter muscles tight mm-hmm. hold it in for 10 seconds to let it settle yeah. so that way you don't like contract it up and suck some of the water yeah out. Let it relax, let it relax, relax, and sit on the toilet and push it out.
2: Ah! And how how um long before you have anal sex you have to do that? Like
1: before? I would usually, I would douche you, like pretty much just before,
2: just before.
1: Yeah, I'd give myself mm-hmm. like a good five ten minutes to make sure that if I've because you can't over douche. So what's
0: over douching?
1: Over is just like if you use too much water or you constantly do it or like for instance your body's just kind of like. You know what I mean? Like, I'm making hand gestures.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that means. Just, it looks like you're kind of maybe playing a flute. That's yeah, literally what? I'm saying. I'm just snake
1: charming right now, Ma- massaging, <laughs> massaging
0: a rectum or some bowels. Yeah.
1: It's like some <laughs> when the muscles sort of contract upwards, they can sometimes pull the water up. So if you do that, uh-huh, yeah. you might end up sort of like playing around and then feeling like a bit of watery sort of discharge coming out. Like yeah, that. and yeah. it is just water, but I'd rather douche and then walk about and let everything yeah. settle and then yeah. jump into it
0: fuck number 4
1: the worst fuck okay worst fuck um i feel like one of my one of my worst ones which is also quite Like amusing to think back on anecdotally was I I just remember being in Kent and there was an ex-girlfriend and we just kept on trying to nip off into the fields and find somewhere to have sex but Mm -hmm. there was just nowhere we could find that was like out of eye shot so we found a shed and it was winter time it was fucking freezing so we found the shed and it vaguely had like a closable door but Mm -hmm. it had no windows so it had this gaping chasm with like wind and snow blowing in so we still cracked on and like I, uh, you know I was doing okay. I was doing like I feel like I held my own.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Because usually being a massive exhibitionist, and also like I, I generally generate a lot of heat. Like anybody mm-hmm. sees me training, I sweat profusely because I'm just yeah. a bit of a like a bit of a monster in that respect. <laughs> so like outdoor sex for me is fucking perfect. The amount of times that like oh I, I know it's bad, but if I could get away with having sex on the street and around corners, and oh yeah, I so would bad do it. it. Oh, I have done many times. <laughs> you been caught? <laughs> you <laughs> ever been caught? Um, or I've, in trouble? Honestly, yes, uh, but I just don't.
2: Care. <laughs> uh, but, uh, what happens if, like, a policeman sees you?
1: Granted, I've never been caught by a policeman, but like, there have been times, like, for instance, I've seen people pop their heads out the doors when I've been having sex in the middle of the road. At, like,
2: <laughs>
0: two, three in so room I've room. I've like, looked what? this up because I was really curious, and apparently, the law states that it's it's under the obscenities act, but. If no one's complaining about it, then you can pretty much get away with it. Unless the police officer, say someone sees you having sex, if he's a police officer, she sees you having sex, depends on their mood. They could go up there and, of course, arrest you or they could just ignore you. But when it's a complaint, an official complaint, they have to see to yeah, it. That
1: makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, well, in which case, what I'll do is duly note that unless anybody complains, if it's just a police officer... You got two choices: you either suck it up and go, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry," or you go for broke and be like, "Can you hold the camera? I'll give you a free (laughs) subscription to my OnlyFans." Honestly, like this content's going to be banging. Please don't.
2: (laughs) Okay, so what happened in this cold shed?
1: I I just remember like everything was going really well, and then unfortunately for the the fragile male psyche, when something throws you off, it throws you off big. Oh yeah. And it was something very subtle, very small. We were just going away. She was on a wooden, like sort of like benchy kind of platform. Yeah. And had my legs. Embo, trousers down by my ankles on one foot, and I just remember as we we're having sex, I felt this little snowflake drift in and it just landed on my balls like underneath <laughs> oh, my balls. Oh, no. oh, and it was oh. just enough to make me go. Oh, was, <laughs> I think it was maybe a combination of a noise and the fact that it precipitated my cock and balls into like basically trying to withdraw. Yeah, like
0: shrink it, it up yeah. inside, You're like, on, get away.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, like hide. <laughs> Snowflake. Yeah, honestly, legit. Like it's the most (laughs) embarrassing. Oh my gosh. I think between that and also I had one sexual experience when I was younger. I was gonna use this as like the one that changed my life, so Mm we could move on to that question now.
2: Fuck number five. The fuck that made me
1: So this is probably not what you're expecting in terms of like sexual experience, but I had sex with a girl in my younger years mm. who I could only describe, if I'm looking back at it, as having a very robotic approach to sex. Okay. So with my understanding of sex right now, like I get that there's communication required, and I get that like if you don't have chemistry and you don't have a connection, it's kind of hard to really click with people. Mm. Um, this particular person uh, had sex with numerous times, and I could never seemed to stimulate any kind of reaction Mm -hmm. and it was i I had no idea like i think as years have gone by she's identified as lesbian Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like i feel maybe she was a confusing time for her yeah and she kind of went through the process of stuff without really being able to click so Mm -hmm. like now i understand it at the time though like i was I was shook because I thought, genuinely, I was like, I must be the worst fucking sexual partner in the planet. I was oh. like, because she, Well, she can't, like, I can't make her come. I was mm-hmm. like, There's nothing I could do to make her come. And that's
0: what all of what we've been taught is, is told us that. If you can't satisfy a woman, is... you are not a yeah. full man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is yeah.
1: kind of like the social mm. narrative is if you are not a successful man, it's because you cannot satisfy your woman. If mm-hmm. you cannot satisfy your woman, you need to. Uh, but like...
0: Or if you if you don't come, then you're both terrible.
1: Yeah, yeah and. That's stressful. In it. And like, Stress. I got to admit, I've noticed that, for instance, like I say, I'm quite like I generate a lot of heat and stuff. The amount of times I get carried away because I noticed when I was younger that I could you, you got your PC muscle, punch mm-hmm. you, you can stop yourself from coming. You can edge yourself a bit better. Yeah. So I found that actually, like because I. I don't have a clit. I wish I did. Uh, <laughs> so, like, because I'm born without a clit, which is a huge fucking shame, um, I've got to make the most out of my, my anatomy and I can only yeah. really orgasm once at a time. Sometimes I can orgas- orgasm twice if I'm getting fisted. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Apart from that, like I'm pretty much relegated to one and then I've got a good five minutes before I can yeah. bolt again. So for me personally, I wanted to try and like learn how to edge and bring the most out of my sexual experiences. Mm. But... I would sometimes get to the point where do you know what, I'm actually really hot. I've really enjoyed it. Like you've come, yeah. I don't need that, Jamie. You know I mean? Like sex can mm-hmm. be great without an orgasm, and I feel like there's a lot of pressure for guys as well to be like, oh, you got to get that cum shot. Yeah,
0: yeah. The it? cum shot, the yeah, money shot. Those it's words ingrained into
1: us. God damn it! I know. It's I know. not
0: sex if the man hasn't come.
1: Yeah, and
2: also I think.
1: Even Nightmare. in my past,
2: I feel like even in my own experience, if a guy didn't come, I would be like, wait, why? Yeah, not? I, I felt like, terrible. Am I, am I not hot enough? Like, yeah. what's wrong 100%. with Hundred me? percent.
1: That mentality for the that sexual experience I was talking about for our relationship, that was yeah. exactly how I felt. Yeah. It, it was even more so just purely because even things that I thought should work yeah. mm-hmm. just weren't. Like you could touch mm-hmm. a clit and it would be like stone face. Oh, I, oh, but that's... I but I can imagine though, but when I look at it this way, it was like if I was if I was attracted to guys and Mm. I had to go through the rigmarole of saying, no, but I'm obviously not attracted to guys. I'm obviously attracted to women Mm. and letting them do the motions and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't have even been able to get hard. So I can't even imagine being able to go through the process of that Mm -hmm. without really being able to appreciate it you
0: know mm, especially if you yeah. don't really understand what's going on you're like i should be doing this this should be working yeah. and it's not and then yeah. you get more inside your head and it's like a horrible snowball
1: it's such a shame that sex education in this country is so like brought on so, later on in the day so and it, shit. it is <laughs> it's really shit zero and it's yeah legit well it's zero practical information in terms of like things that will actually be relevant mm-hmm. for somebody's like sexual progression mm. yeah
2: no no talk about pleasure there's a lot of
0: people when I speak about bringing sex education in for younger people they instantly think we're going to be talking about anal play with four year olds and it's it's never no. ever like that. It's never suggested like that. It's age-appropriate sex education. Yeah. We're yeah. not teaching people who can't achieve an orgasm or can't exactly. achieve a hard on even that. You know, they they should be sticking their fucking finger up their <laughs> ass. It's it's all about bodies and comfortability, and this is their body and that's yeah. this body and and sexuality yeah. and gender. Oh, yeah. for fuck's
2: sake. In this section, our listeners ask us a question and we give them some advice. This week's is, I had been with my partner for two years. We broke up and have been back together for a year now. Okay, so they were with each other for two years, then they broke up and now they're back together for Mm -hmm. a year. So I feel 100% comfortable with him. Issue is, I'm really into threesomes and I would love to have us explore together, but he's just not with it. What shall I do? Just accept the fact that he doesn't want one and keep it a fantasy of mine, as I do respect him and whatever he feels comfortable with. Also, I'm just upset that I won't have a threesome.
1: (laughs) So that question, so she's been with a partner for two years, they broke up, been with them for another year she wants to have a threesome but it's really not his vibe and she's trying to work out what's interesting though she didn't specify what gender Mm -hmm. so it wasn't necessarily like a guy guy threesome or a female like two females yeah so i like okay if you work in the sex worker industry like i do and your partner works as a sex worker yeah and you've got an open mind then you're blessed because our communication blessed like Mm -hmm. our, our communication is is just I love the fact that we could talk about this sort of shit. We've talked about it. As far as I'm concerned, like my sexual motivations are towards her because she does like she's fucking amazing. Like I'm mm-hmm. fucking have her and sort of, like mm-hmm. our sexual chemistry is banging. The idea of having another girl involved or another guy to me is pretty fucking hot to be fair. Yeah. Um, but that's because I can I can watch her on cam. And I know she's trying to wind guys up, and I know she's trying to like titillate them and and tease them. but that's because she enjoys guys jerking off over her. Mm -hmm, And for me, I'm a pervert. I fucking love it. So like the whole, (laughs) there is no like jealousy. There is no sort of like weird kind of. Repressed sort of notion that, like, oh, but maybe she likes that guy, and generally, well, yeah. if you've got somebody else involved, so some people um, just can't get
2: over the fact, and some people are just 100%. like, oh, you're you're mine, but yeah. like, but I don't want anyone else possession. To you
1: and the thing is, though, yeah. it's dangerous when it's one sided, and the other person doesn't communicate that. Yeah, like, I've been in numerous relationships where, well, not me personally, but like for instance, I have an aesthetic which mm. apparently attracts a certain caliber of person Mm. and predominantly it tends to be a lot of like let's say married women who (laughs) like have have sort of agreements with their husbands about shit um yeah yeah, so i don't know how the fuck i land that one all the time (laughs) Um, but so in my in my brief um escorting stint uh i've had moments of of this kind of experience but the point is that like i Again, all of these situations, I built up rapport with them, I understood them, so it Mm. wasn't like I just jumped in and like an escort agency or whatever. It was like a word-of-a-mouth kind of bond that we built up towards, which then led to something else. Mm -hmm. But in every situation, it's always kind of come tits up, and whenever it's gone tits up, it's always come down to the principles of miscommunication. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh And it's usually about one person saying, do you know what, actually, I'm okay with this, this, and this, and this, but I'm just not okay with this. And as soon as you start going, do you know what? I don't like it, but you do. So fuck it. Like, we'll do it for you. As soon as you start doing that, what you're doing is you're putting your own priority of happiness Mm -hmm. secondary. Yeah. And as soon as you don't prioritize your own happiness, and this is a concept that's only just started ringing true in my head recently, Mm -hmm. the relationship I'm in. Like, If you don't prioritize your own happiness, you will never have a happy relationship. (laughs) And that that, that goes with anything, sexually or otherwise. If you don't make sure that you are happy in yourself, if you're not happy in your own person, Mm. you will never make that other person happy because you're constantly trying to find your happiness through them, you know? So having a threesome makes your partner feel uncomfortable, jealous, awkward, insecure, or any of that. There's a reason for it. And if they can't hack that... That's their preference. If if you feel like a threesome is kind of something that you want make to make or break, then that's your decision. Yeah. You know, and when I, I, it's make
0: or break, that does change things just 100%. a little bit. But you do have to, you know, you're with your partner for a reason. You have to respect their decision. Yeah.
2: And relationships um, are about compromise. Like at the end of the day, you don't. If if you if your partner doesn't want to do something, it's not. I mean, it's annoying not to be able to do something that you really want to do, but you want to keep them happy. Yeah, but if it's uh, going to yeah. make you really unhappy not doing it, then you have to think about what you need yeah. to do in that situation. Like, do you need to end the relationship and move on and
1: yeah. find out with someone else? It's a tough one. I think if there was, if it was any other kind of, like, sexual deviance, then it'd be different. You mm. know, like, for instance, if they were into spanking, if they're into, like, mm-hmm. one kink or another. Yeah. But as soon as you start bringing a third person into it, it changes the dynamic Because
0: well, there's a so third person, areas. there's a whole yeah. other human involved. Yeah,
1: with, with emotions, yeah. with yeah. like a mentality, with an intellect and personality that you and can And constantly-
0: feelings that could also get her and exactly. not communicate things and also end up in the same position exactly as you. Exactly
1: So I feel like that, in terms of that particular scenario, I'd say irrelevant to what gender she was looking to play around with, I would say that if she feels... Like it's something she's missing out on mm. um, and it means that much to her, then she needs to address it. But at yeah. the same point, if she wants to subtly maybe like work towards that, I'd say most guys and maybe this is a generalization, so <laughs> please don't shoot me down, mm-hmm. but most guys are more comfortable with girl-girl situations. Yeah, especially 100%. if they're
0: straight. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking hell. This is our sex story for this episode. Okay. So I messaged this guy to come over and I was just looking for a normal fuck, but he suggested trying out some kinky stuff, blindfold, collar, chastity, that I'd never done before, which was super exciting for me. He blinded me...
1: Blindfolded me, I
2: guess. <laughs>
1: I was like, Is it a scene from fucking Equus or
2: something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm oh, sure Jesus. he blindfolded me at the door so that I couldn't see him and handcuffed me, which was all super hot, if a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. <gasps> As I'd never done it before and this kind of kinky stuff is something I've been wanting to explore for so long. However, he kept sort of pausing every now and then while I was blindfolded and I was quite sh- wasn't quite sure what he was doing until I took a sneak peek through the top of a blindfold and saw that he was taking <gasps> pictures or videos of me oh without my consent. fucking
0: god that
2: I, is not okay. I straight away oh, took yeah, yeah. the blindfold off and told him I wasn't okay with this and that he should have asked. He apologized and agreed that he should have asked beforehand and we continued on with the session. He showed me the photo he took and he said that he only took one, which I asked him to delete, but I'm not sure I trust him. And now I'm just feeling so weird and self-conscious and it's kind of left me feeling weird about it all. I'm really disappointed as I wanted my first time exploring my kinks to be with someone that I thought that would treat me with respect. Mm. And although he did apologise, it still left me not feeling very okay. Oh my God. It's a it is, story. It is 100% yeah.
0: not okay. I mean, on looking at both sides, either he just didn't realise what he was doing wrong And
2: and just thought it was like part of the whole act of being sexy and kinky and taking photos. Yeah, but if it's someone that you've never met before, you always need to ask consent to do anything. If
0: he's not being taught that, how is he going to know? He might just think it's part of the whole thing.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so I've seen
0: porn. This looks hot in porn. Maybe she thinks this is cool too, but hasn't communicated.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure the sex of the person on the other end. It might. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I get it. Like uh, to be fair though, in situations like that, if he has taken her into a position where he's got control and
0: this, it She's might, vulnerable. this might be a guy guy She's...
1: situation so, oh, yeah, <gasps> good know. point be, yeah. oh yeah there wasn't oh, sorry in yeah. that case well put it as way if irrespective of gender then if somebody's been taken into a position where they are deemed to feel safe yeah. and they're opening themselves up to their new partner and whether it's like a first time second time or third if they're trying to dabble into kinks and stuff like that like I'll be honest like one of my biggest biggest fetishes biggest kinks whatever you want to do has always been exploration like I, I know I'm a filthy fucker yeah. And now I'm into all sorts of dirty shit and one of my favourite things is meeting people who's like oh do you know what I might be into this and going like yeah. boom like some naughty Willy Wonka Jeremy like, oh, <laughs> <Willy experience laughs> I mean, here's a clit suction device Bam, have it. Um, <laughs> so, like for me, it was like showing people this wonderful world of kink out there is like one of my biggest, biggest fets because there's so much you could do with it. But the biggest thing about that is trust. Mm. Yeah, it's always about trust. Hundred percent.
2: And it's hard when it's like a one night stand or something. Yeah, yeah
0: hard. Uh, you have to judge on first, like first bases and yeah, aesthetics, yeah, 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 and like yeah, 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 literally yeah. what yeah. character they're putting on.
1: Yeah, can be hard if I'm honest it's too risky for me for like one night but that's why I'm not really a one night stand kind of person Mm, because like I've always figured that like like I say with chemistry and sex and stuff it's really important and I think people always forget that when you are a dominant top whatever you want to call it Mm. like you have the control but you don't have the power Mm-hmm. yes submissives bottoms they have the power because yeah. they have the ability 100%. to say no at any point click your fingers pineapple whatever the fuck a safe word is Marga- yeah. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher yeah. like, if they say the words you stop because they have the power but you have the control as the dominant to direct the narrative whichever yeah. you want to go to as soon as you start doing things that violates that trust you lose that control
2: yeah so, it's, it sounds like a little bit like a erotica novel like very nice and romantic to start off with She, um, they get blindfolded straight away Yeah handcuffed straight away but really in these situations if this is the first time you're ever meeting you need to meet each other sit down talk about your boundaries and yeah. your safe words or, oh yeah, yeah safe
0: or, words traffic 100%. light system's great especially when you're playing with someone you've never played with before because it's not saying red stop it's going hey you know amber orange i'm leading up to something this is kind of teetering the edge yeah, of uncomfortable yeah, 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 yeah. just be aware that that is my limit and anything more i'm gonna have to stop
1: yeah yeah, yeah. But that again, this all boils down to communication. Mm-hmm. And I think like the person in that particular story, like I feel like if he initiated it and if he controlled the environment and he made them feel comfortable, then he has a duty of care realistically and he should be aware enough to yeah. know that if you blindfold someone and you pull out a camera like I don't know if there's any subtle way of saying that you're a knob but yeah. basically <laughs> yeah. you're that a is knob.
0: fucked up they yeah. can't even yeah. see yeah. that you're taking that's,
1: photos but that's my point so mm. to me yeah. like, I'm very cynical and do you know what it is it's partly because of this OnlyFans sort of like fad and hype of people doing amateur porn and stuff yeah. and I see people I hear stories about this people uh. like trying to date sneaky videos and shit like, like that
0: like revenge porn and shit yeah, yeah content it's, it's like
1: yeah. <laughs> Like the only way that people would become more sexually aware and more sexually open and talking about it is if people communicate it and they don't try and hide shit. Mm -hmm. So, people like that particular chap are so detrimental towards like sexual exploration because that person who sent a message in might then be worried about exploring her kinks.
2: I think that's, yeah, I think that's the case. I'm feeling weird about it now.
1: I would say that genuinely, if you ever have any kind of experience sexually where you feel like your trust has been violated and you're looking to explore kinks and fetishes and perversions and stuff, like there are so many little clubs, societies mm. and shit out there full of some wicked, wicked people. I've met some yeah. wonderful people in the Fet scene. Mm. Yeah. And then they communicate, they talk. The amount of people I know who i brought to, like for instance, Torture Garden, they've just had a little flogging on, on, like yeah. I said, Andrew. Giving bus. it a go, yeah. But you know what? But that was a first step. And maybe it wasn't like the... Whole hog Christian gray bullshit that like Mm -hmm. this is that like we've got this sort of fed notion of that we need to have some red room of pain. You don't always (laughs) need a dungeon. You don't need a place. Sometimes, (laughs) uh, like simple little things can make a night, or or going to a a place where people play and like you say, just socializing, Mm -hmm. seeing people play, watching them play, like that's a really important part of being. Yeah, one hundred percent.
2: Unfortunately, oh. we are going to have to fuck off now. Oh, okay. But all thank you so much for coming on today. It's, no, it's been amazing. <laughs> like, it's a
1: pleasure to come.
2: Coming I'm- with your big balls <laughs> over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you very much for letting me come on because genuinely it's it's a refreshing... Feeling to talk to people who've got that kind of open-mindedness and just like yeah, it's been really fucking cool. So thank you very much, for having
0: thank me you. Thank you. Where love. can our lovely listeners find everything
1: about you? Holy shit! All right, <laughs> so excuse my friend. Get a pen. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my, my, my mouth is almost as filthy as my mind. Uh, so basically, hit Instagram, hit in uh, Facebook, Twitter anything you want if you go at Marshall Arkley so that's M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L-A-R-K-L-E-Y you will find my social media is all over the place you will find everything from the strip shows you, the circus performing um, and then you'll also find links to my OnlyFans where you will find some phenomenally filthy shit on there I wholeheartedly encourage you to uh, watch it <laughs> and uh, jerk off to it because it's fabulous Yeah, baby. Like
0: thank you so much to all well you lovely 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 people and, and of course you for coming in it's giving you up your time too. We'll have to come see a show at some point as well. Yeah. Do it. Do Definitely.
1: it. Definitely, You'll a, see
2: us there in the audience soon.
1: That's okay. In <laughs> consolation, I do believe next show that I'm doing I'm gonna be trying something different. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be trying to play the piano with my dick. <gasps> okay. Uh, Stop. 100%. Yes. It's not gonna be like Tchaikovsky this. or Lang Lang, it's gonna be happy birthday. So <laughs> ah, get yeah. what you are given.
2: But like nice. That's amazing. It's a date. Okay. <laughs> remember everyone to subscribe to our podcast give us a rating and a review as well
0: as check out our YouTube channel with nearly 100,000 subscribers and yeah, we will see you guys next week
2: see, they will hear us
0: oh god yeah, you will hear us so fucking weird
2: man (laughs) bye love you all, Bye.
0: Bye. bye